who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. Hi, I'm Madigan from Your Angry Neighborhood Feminist, a podcast that explores the world through a personal, intersectional feminist perspective. Each Monday, I bring you a brand new full-length episode covering something from a wide variety of topics. And then every Friday, come meet up with me again for a mini What's in the News episode so you can stay up to date on everything that's going on in the world. Check out Your Angry Neighborhood Feminist wherever you get your podcasts. And rage on. Beyond. 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 What's up, everybody? Welcome to Podcast Beyond, episode 332. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside, he only does everything, Colin Moriarty. Nick's calling me there. Nick Scarpino's calling me. Hold on. Nick, I'm doing Podcast Beyond. Oh, you're not even on speaker yet. Hold on. Nick, I'm doing Podcast Beyond. Okay, have fun. All right, bye. Beyond. Beyond. Oh, he knew what to say. That's cool. And... Our very special guest, Lucy O'Brien. Hello. How everyone. are you? Oh, I'm 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 okay. I'm gonna give you an honest answer That's because good. I am a little jet lagged. Mm. For people who don't know you, which would be preposterous if you read IGN, <laughs> give us your quick rundown. Uh, so I am I am uh, technically the uh, entertainment editor at IGN Australia, uh, but I'm also kind of the jack of all trades because we're we're a small team down there. So I look after game stuff and and social stuff as well. Okay, so you wear many hats. I wear many many hats. And now yes. you've flown here to the United States. I have, flown and you're here. very tired. I'm very <laughs> tired. Yeah, I was just uh, chatting before. I, I sort of feel a bit seasick. Mm. I feel like I'm like on a slightly rocking boat. Welcome to America. <laughs> that's what, that's how, so it's always like this. Yeah. The United States of America, right. a slightly rocking boat. How long is that flight from Sydney? It's 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 like thirteen hours, and then the extra couple of hours from LA to San Francisco. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's just the time zone thing. I mean, when I wake up in the morning, my body is telling me it's it's two a.m. Right, right. That's so, not good. And then you'll adjust, and then right. you'll have to go home. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> it. I'll finally adjust, and then be going home. You are here, of course, for IGN's annual content conference. We call That's it Coco. Right. Yeah. This means nothing to you, listener or viewer. But basically, we all get together and shut the site down for two days, kind of. The site still's up. Yeah. Well, I wish. Wouldn't that be cool if we closed it down and there was you came and there was like a closed sign? Yeah, yeah that'd be fishing. That'd be great. Gone Coco. That'd be good for our jobs. That'd be great for everything. Yeah. Or like when TV channels used to shut off and it was just that. We'll be back tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Color, we play the national anthem and it's just color bars. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's it. 
Of course, this is IGN's PlayStation Podcast, the number one PlayStation podcast on the internet. Mm. Let's begin with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. Time for some news. By, by the way, Greg, real quick, let's, yeah, thank, let's, let's thank the listeners. Okay, hey, listeners, 650,000 downloads of Podcast Beyond in February. In a month? Yes. In a short month? Yes. So you're telling me if there was the extra days there should have been, Could we'd have, have even better numbers. Holy cow, I tell yeah, you what. Thank we you for that. That's we're all... knocking it out of the park. Yes. Yeah, How much money are we seeing out of that? Nothing. No, good to know. <laughs> in fact, I think technically the bigger the podcast gets, the more money we lose on it. <laughs> Go to hell, pair. <laughs> <laughs> So thank you for all that. That's that's extraordinary. Yeah. What else do we ever talk about? Anything? No. Nope. Touch on. That's it. It's good. A good I show. Sent the, I sent last last week. We talked about the the listener who was going to have surgery. Oh, did he? Did, did I sent him? I sent him the Neptunia game. No, Tales of Symphonia. Oh, whatever. Close Don't, enough. Hyper Dimension Neptunia sucks. <laughs> I just like screwing with you. <laughs> I love any time I say Danganronpa, you get mad. Yeah. Uh, I sent him that. He, he emailed back already. He says he's doing well. Good. Game's being overnighted to him right now. Good. So there you As go. As we speak. As we speak. By courier. There is a there is a raven in the air with the game. Did you pay a guy that looks like Cole to, to <laughs> deliver it? So I, I paid past me. Spoilers for Infamous 1. Yeah. Well, Too bad you had your chance. There are, <laughs> there are 12 items on the list, Greg. A dozen. A straight Better than dozen. the 24 that I had last week. That I was liked a freaking long one. Number fun. one. Infamous Second Son is getting a so-called Legacy Edition available only to those who download it digitally. The Legacy Edition includes the Coles Legacy DLC, some new jackets for Delson, and more. Additionally, we'll be live streaming an hour of Infamous Seconds on this Thursday, March 6th, at 11 a.m. Pacific time. I'm excited for that one. I was at Sucker Punch last week. I got to play the portion of the game that uh, we'll that will be live streaming. Now, I think it might be the same portion that um, that some people played in Santa Monica. I actually deferred to uh, Vince. to Vince to play it because I had already played it. You wanted the, you wanted the ball at the start of the second half. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, how, how are you excited? How is it looking? It was very what, good. What I played was very, yeah. very good. Oh, yeah. it's, oh, it is like I got my hands on it a couple of weeks ago, and it is so pretty. That was the thing that that, that really struck, it was just so unbelievably attractive to look at. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's it's uh, what I was really enamored by was the skin textures of these characters. Um, mm. Reggie has like like yeah. little like the, the black like birthmarks and like just normal like the, but like things like you would, yeah like things you would take for granted on like a computer you know a generated model a computer sure. generated models like it's gorgeous just absolutely gorgeous like yeah. you can see their pores and stuff like that it's just like yeah. so cool. That's what I've been waiting for for years. Yes. Like, 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 since, I, since I picked up my Game Boy mm. in 1989, I've been mm. waiting to see like pores. I want to get inside Troy Baker's face and make a little home in them pores. Yes. <laughs> and, and it's also a lot of fun. You feel very powerful. Now they in the in the demo I played, they had the health shut off, so I didn't know how well I was playing. Sure. Probably not very playing well. that God mode. You don't know. Um, but uh, yeah, it was it was very good. And uh, I was at Sucker Punch to do uh, some fun stuff. So we'll what have you, what's the fun stuff? Tell me about. Uh, stuff. Well, we're doing the history of Sucker Punch. Woo! Um, this will mark. I've done now all of the American studios uh, wow. for Sony. Um, so Sucker Punch, Naughty Dog Part Five will be up in a couple weeks, and then Sucker Punch will be up a little bit after that. Nice. Uh, another thing to point out: mm. we've heard your cries, ladies and gentlemen. Over the weekend, I did Walking Dead episode one in five minutes. A lot of people liked it, but then a lot of more of the Beyond fans were like, "What about Infamous? Can you do an Infamous? We're doing uh, Infamous in five minutes. It'll be up hopefully the Monday before the game comes out, so you'll have plenty of time to get caught up." You like Francis Underwood? Yeah. 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 What, do you, you watch, watch House, House of Cards? Cards? Is that a big deal for you <laughs> over there? I tell, I, I, I'm going to tell you, I'll tell you guys, we don't actually have Netflix in Australia. God damn, this country. Can, can you believe how backwards that is? We don't have Netflix. No, I don't like this one bit. I'm not a fan. But it's, the toilets got, do flush in the opposite yeah, you direction. Yeah, you got the spiders and the drop bears and we got the Netflix. spiders and the drop bears yeah, and yeah. the toilets are weird and no Netflix. <laughs> so there you go. Come to Australia. Disastrous place. <laughs> Number two. Number two. 
Well, the Mass Effect trilogy come to PlayStation 4, Bioware General Manager Aaron Flynn confirmed on Twitter that the studio has considered migrating the entirety of the trilogy over to PlayStation 4 and Xbox One in a remastered format. But there's a little else to report at this time. That would be cool. That'd be awesome. Mm. You know, you and I have been talking a lot lately. I've been in this. I've been wanting RPGs. Mm. I guess, we're posting this on Tuesday, aren't we? Yes. I don't know. It's we're, we're recording on Monday because of the cocoa. I mean, I, I was going somewhere with this cocoa stuff, and then I got distracted <laughs> by bright lights. Uh, we're recording on Monday, so we can post on Tuesday as usual. Hopefully, with this, the Underwood knock there, the video will go live as well at the same time. But now that the embargo's out, I can tell you South Park's fucking awesome. South Park is so good, Colin. God, did I love that game. But And it totally f- fulfilled my need for an RPG that I was looking for, yeah. something really good to get into again. However, it's, it's short, I'm putting in quotes, like 12 hours. And so I was done with it, and then I was like, Ugh. and then when I saw this announcement, I was like, if Mass Effect, all three of them are out right now, I'd be lost in that. That's a solid, like, 90 hours. Yeah, that's a long time. Mm. Get, get my redhead shepherd back in action there. Yeah, it'd be real good. Do you yeah. like Mass Effect? I love Mass Effect. What's your favorite one? Uh, my favorite one is number two. Two? I think that's, I think, isn't that a common consensus? Isn't yeah, because number one of... sucked. Number one didn't suck, but okay. Oh, man. I, I don't think I could go back and play number one again, but I could definitely play two and three again. It's just number one, you know, I was just finding its feet. There were yeah. some issues that they ended up smoothing out. But yeah, number two was one of the most memorable games I think I've ever played. And I actually got really invested with my romance. Yeah, like, oh yeah, really you're really a big properly, deal. Really properly into it in a kind of bordering on creepy way. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. That's the way everyone was with Mass Effect. They just yeah. don't talk about it. No, yeah. I think a lot of people do. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about it that was the thing, though. Like in uh, in two, I romanced uh, Miranda. Yeah, and that was the, that was you know what I was going for, of course. Or maybe I did. No, I think I did. I'm totally confused. I'm thinking my playthroughs are messed up. My real romance was with Garrus. I was. Right. I'm a female. I was yeah. with Garrus. Not that it matters, I guess. I was with Garrus going forward, doing my thing. And then when two came out, Garrus was playing hard. Or three came out. Garrus was playing hard to get. So I, I wanted. I went with that like the receptionist girl who liked you a lot. And then oh like, yeah, 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 she mm. was really ego, wasn't yeah, she? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That, she was super ego. I, I mean, you, it was hard to say no to her. Instant gratification is that's what I wanted. It. I got to that's see her it. shower for a bit, and then I climbed in there with her. And I was like, God damn, Bioware. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Uh, so hopefully we'll, we'll. I'm excited to hear more about Mass Effect Four as well. Hopefully that that's uh, going to come sooner rather than later. The story of Rex. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be really riveting stuff. <laughs> Number three. He was in a reptile. This is for you, Greg. Oh, good. Finally, news for Greg. Yes. It looks like a new Batman game is on the horizon, ah, yes. and its announcement may be imminent. Kotaku reported that GameStop stores received promotional Batman banners showing the Arkham series logo in flames. IGN has confirmed with multiple sources that these promotional materials are real. Rocksteady, the developer of Arkham Asylum and Arkham City, has been dormant since the release of City in 2011. Arkham Origins was developed by WB Montreal, indicating Rocksteady has a next-gen game planned in the series. We'll have to wait to find out. I think that's obvious. Yeah. This is the same thing we talk about forever. You know, Kevin Conroy, of course, got all confused at that Dallas Comic-Con panel and said he'd been working on a Batman he's, game he's for like, nine what? months. Where am I? What, what year is it? I, I felt, I kind of felt sorry for him. Totally. And, and that, you know, like, that we've seen that a lot, a lot of voice actors accidentally, like, revealing a game that they've been working on and then getting confused and then the internet going crazy. Exactly. I mean, like, I just feel that they should be briefed better. Yeah, <laughs> you know? I, I mean, like, that's the thing. I remember when uh, we had Eric Layden in here for yeah. Infamous 2 and then just in general being Cole and stuff and, like, when he... He, he got in trouble originally for leaking it. And then when he was in PlayStation All-Stars 2, he tweeted at this one point, it's like such a great opportunity to work with this cast of voice actors. And he put David Hayter in there. And I'm like, dude, none of that is confirmed. And he's like, it was on IMDb. I'm like, anyone can edit IMDb. That's not make it official. He's like, I'm sorry. I don't know why he's apologizing to me in that story. Yeah, yeah he doesn't have to apologize. He was to sorry overall. Yeah. But no, he was thank like, you, you know Eric Layden, for leaking everything. So we wrote about he it. He was the best. I hope he pops up in his second song. I hope he pops back up in Mad Men. 
Mm. Everybody's begging to know what's happening with Betty Draper's brother. (laughs) (laughs) Number four, The Last of Us is getting more DLC. Naughty Dog has confirmed the upcoming DLC includes more multiplayer content and a brand new difficulty mode, which I'm very interested in. Uh, Naughty Dog has already confirmed that no more single-player DLC will be forthcoming. What if it's just baby mode? That's a difficulty. Baby mode? Yeah. I don't know how hard or much harder it can possibly get. Than... Have you done the final? You, no, the survivor yeah. mode is like, no, you can't see through walls and stuff like that. It's pretty hard. I like that announcement. I like that they're not... I mean, I, you know, we didn't exactly expect any more single-player DLC, but I like, that, I like it that they've just left it. Yeah. They've just finished. They know, they know when to stop, you yeah, know? Yeah, I agree. And, I, yeah, I think that they're eager to move on, as they often are. Yeah. Their next big project. Yeah, whatever it will be. Mm-hmm. Number five. Number five. Dead Nation is officially coming to PlayStation 4. We're look playing for, it together. You're going to break your multiplayer rules yeah, to play with me. Yeah, I know. It's going to be a, extraordinary. I broke my multiplayer rules to play Call of Duty Extinction Mode, though. Sure. But you're. But playing, I refuse to play with a mic. Are you and anyone who played with a mic, I Are you going to play with a mic with me on Dead Nation? Yeah. Thank I you. I was so. going to say, I do not want to be yelling down the hall to each other. <laughs> Dead, yeah, so uh, look for Dead Nation Apocalypse Edition, which brings the road to what was it? What was that DLC called? Road to um, Devastation. Is that what it was? And uh, some other updates. Okay, I'll look for it on March fourth. It's free for PlayStation Plus. It's today. This is going live. Yes, it's going. This live. Should, this should go live. With the Underwood, you started it. Don't get me. I don't. You you, you can't get but mad. Lucy at your never own even saw House of Cards, and it's just totally so lost. So he on wears this clasp ring, <laughs> yeah. and he knocks it on the table all the time, and it's awesome. Right. I want a signature like that. That was my thing growing up. Is I thought I'd like I'd want a signature, and so I thought about maybe I'd always have like a sucker. <laughs> I was like, that's a terrible chicken signature. Wing. Chicken wings are my signature, but I don't always have them with me. Yeah, that's the problem. Like it, you know, trying to like I tried to give myself a nickname when I was a kid. Mm, I tried to that, get people yeah. to call me Lion. No one would call me Lion. I insisted on it. I wouldn't respond to Lucy. Nice. People had to call me Lion. It didn't work. I'm gonna call you Lion from now on. All right, great. All right, good. <laughs> let's get this thing restarted. Yeah, as we're doing it. Don't yeah, worry. Let's kick it off. It you back. gotta go change your Twitter handle now to Lion. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow it's not already taken. IGN Lion. (laughs) (laughs) Number six. If you're a North American PlayStation Plus subscriber, these are the free games you can look forward to in March. Mm -hmm. PS4 players get Dead Nation Apocalypse Edition. PS3 gamers get Tomb Raider. Thomas Was Alone and Lone Survivor, the director's cut. Those are some good games. PS Vita owners get Unit 13. That's a really good game. Hell yeah, it is. And PSP gamers will get Monster Hunter Freedom Unite, which is also available on Vita. European PS Plus users get Dead Nation, Tomb Raider, Brothers A Tale of Two Sons, Pixel Junk Monsters, Ultimate HD, and Smart As. I like Smartass. Yeah. I reviewed that game. You sure did. It was already free here and it's coming on, or yeah. maybe it's still there part of it. We have a better month this month, which is rare. Yeah. We usually get screwed over. Thanks for nothing, Shuhei. Number seven. Super popular PS3 exclusive fighting game JoJo's Bizarre Adventure All Stars Battle will launch in Europe and Australia on April 25th. Its North American release date is still unknown. That game sold like fucking crazy in Japan. Yeah. And I'm interested to see how it does here. Yeah. I remember Vince is excited for it. Yeah, we, we, fighting game. we imported it. Uh, yeah. That's how I knew about it already. Is it terrible that I've never heard of this? No. And who's ever heard of JoJo whatever? I think fighting games are like Madden or FIFA. There's like the you know, there's like this genre of games that yeah, like you don't right. there's no crossover really. Yeah. Um yeah, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure apparently is like a super popular manga uh going back to the 80s. Um I think this is this is the first time we ever heard of this right is like you and I were like shouting at TGS screens or something. We were like running home base. Maybe you weren't even here. You were at, at TGS. Been, yeah. and, oh, whatever. Yeah. Great story, Greg. Thanks. Yeah. It's a good one, Greg. <laughs> Thanks for telling me that one. Bringing everybody home. Uh, number eight, Metroidvania-style indie game Forma 8 is coming to PS4 and Vita. News comes by way of developer Mixed Bag, which is bringing its PC game to the console and handheld later this year. That game looks really cool. 
I, have you played it? I don't play many PC games. No, I haven't played it. No. Sorry. No, that's good. No, no you're, you fit right in. No yeah. help. Good. Stupid no, Waz does. This I was is why I'm the, on the PlayStation podcast. Yeah. I was playing over the weekend. I was in this Elder Scrolls Online thing. Mm. That game, I'm still stoked for. Still super excited for it, but I want to play it with PlayStation. Mm. But I wanted to see what was happening. Mm. I jumped in there. I was playing. I was like, yep, I'm down. I'm sold. But using the, the Waz does oh, and the man. mouse. Get out of here. play I'm like really, that. I mean, I obviously, Lee, you know, wrote a, an article about that game, playing that game, you know, as a console game. I'm really intrigued by how it translates. Mm. Yeah. Well, that was the one thing, yeah, that was the weird thing of like going through the sliders when I, even when I was creating a character is that it seems so made for a mouse. It's going to be weird to have that controller interface and see how that works. Yeah, I'm, I'm also really interested. Like a lot of people, I don't know what it's like here, but a lot of people back home still have this idea that Elder Scrolls Online is just going to be like another Skyrim. Right. Like, you know, this yeah, was yeah. this kind of impression that, yeah, it's just, it's like, it's it's, Sky, it's Skyrim too. Yeah. It's, it's obviously so different. Yeah. It's so far removed from, from that. But yeah. I, yeah, I'm still excited for it. No, I'm stoked for it. I think I think our people are in for an interesting awakening of it That's not it. being Skyrim. Because there's it so many people. Skyrim. Yeah, there's been just casual gamers who've been in the office like filming uh, some of the stuff we were doing, and they were just crew, and they're like, "Oh man, do you know about that online Skyrim?" I'm like. It's not yeah, really. online Skyrim. Yeah, That's like, it. Yeah. Yeah, worrying about Endgame and raids. Don't worry about it, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Number nine. PC puzzle platformer Tesla Grad is coming to Vita and PS3. Rain Games made the announcement on the PlayStation blog, though it didn't note when we can expect it. This game looks cool as well. A lot of puzzle games on Vita. I can get down with it. It's a puzzling yeah. platform. It, oh. uh, it's puzzling why no one buys it. Uh, it's puzzling why Surge Deluxe trophies don't pop more. 17 years of mistakes in one device. <laughs> you Ray Goose here is PlayStation blog. Number 10, Cell Damage HD is coming to PS4, PS3, and Vita. Cell Damage HD is a reimagining of the original Cell Damage, which came to PS2, Xbox, and GameCube way back in I don't remember Cell Damage. Its release date is still unknown. What is I remember the name. Damage. I never played it. Okay, okay. You got anything not, for not, me? G- give me, what, what is it? I don't know. We don't know. Right in. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll look up on the internet here while we look. Number 11, Castlevania Lords of Shadow 2 may be getting some Lords DLC. Lords of Shadow! Called Revelations. Text was found in Lords of Shadow 2's code indicating that the spinoff DLC will allow players to play as Alucard, Dracula's son. What did you guys think of Lord of Shadows 2? I gave it a 6.5. Oh, you reviewed it. Yeah. I didn't like it very much. It was okay. I didn't even touch you? it. No. Didn't did you play it? it? I played the first, like, three and a half hours. What did you think? Uh, well, I, I just, you know, full disclosure, like, I, I never played the first one. Mm. So this was um, me going in as someone, you know, just picking it up fresh. I thought it was interesting. I, like, I, I liked the look of it. I liked the sort of gothic sensibility i like the you know the, the gore and that sort of thing but it did seem quite uh overly familiar i think is the best way to describe it there was nothing new there that really grabbed me there was nothing that made me super excited to play the full game it was just it was it was fine with some interesting elements <laughs> yeah it's... so yeah i i forgot that you wrote the review and i think you got it spot on actually oh thank you yeah you I, I for once yeah no it's very it's very <laughs> rare um yeah like i really i'm a huge castlevania fan and i yeah. really felt like lords of shadow was the first 3d castlevania game not the first good 3d castlevania because castlevania 64 was a good game a lot of people shit on that game but that was a good game mm-hmm. and but this was the first that was the first one that understood castlevania and i felt like it felt like simon's quest castlevania 2 in a way like a linear adventure and brings you somewhere. And they just threw everything away with mm. Castlevania 2, like with Lord of Shadow 2. I don't understand why they just abandoned everything they found worked in the original one, you know? Because the original one's more like a 9 to me. You know, like, I, I think that game's fantastic. And so, I don't know. It, it, it was disappointing, and apparently Mercury Steam had, it was like very troubled development for that game. Oh, yeah, and I've seen these, this, this, this thing making it, the anonymous developer talking about yeah, it, right. when making the rounds. And apparently, like, Mercury Steam paid 
out of their own pocket to like get more dev time and all sorts of stuff. And apparently, you know, who knows? It's also unsubstantiated. Sure. But apparently, a lot of people are pointing fingers at like the director of the game. You know, he's like a control freak and all this kind of stuff. So I don't, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I was disappointed. I really wanted to like that game. I was very excited. I asked to review. Well, especially that game. when it's a series that you love, and yep. I think that's always that's always such. It's more of a disappointment when it's a long-standing series that has a great history, and then you you know you play the next one, and it's just oh shucks. Yeah, <laughs> send that shit back to Japan and let them make another Metroidvania for God's sake. Cell Damage is a cartoony take on vehicular combat games like Twisted Metal. The story yeah. focuses on six cartoon characters from a fictional cartoon show called Cell Damage. The characters annihilate each other to the delight of TV audiences, and since they are cartoons, instantly regenerate. There you go. That's Sounds cell boring. damage. Look at that box art, though. I remember that. I remember that. Art. I remember seeing that game. Hey, I've got, I've got just just I want to just quickly interrupt. I've got a little fun fact for you guys. Back mm-hmm. when I lived in New Zealand, I actually wrote a video game. I was a co-writer for a video game uh, that that was released on the 360 and the PlayStation 3, only in America and Europe, and never even uh, what is got it? released in Australia. Uh, it was called Blood Drive. I knew no! you were gonna say it. I knew that too. I knew it. I knew you were gonna say it. It, it was, was it was <laughs> absolutely. I'm I'm I, like I I I feel really bad That's for a saying this because right? I you know we we all we all worked really hard on that game, but yeah. uh, it it uh, it was terrible. It was absolutely terrible. It, you know, to talk about yeah. Anyway, I won't, I won't get into details because I'm sure I signed something. Um, but yeah, I so I actually spent some some time writing a car combat game. Back, wow. back. Yeah, Greg reviewed that. I was so was say, it you who yeah, reviewed I was that? Gonna say, I knew Greg, you were going to say. I knew you were going to say blood drive. Opening thing here from November 9th, two thousand ten. I'll admit that I'm a little shocked <laughs> when I first saw the video of blood drive and then saw the box boasting statements such as brain stains and automobiles. I thought this was going to be bad game. Uh, this was going to be a bad game. But after playing it for a while, I can tell you it isn't. It's just a rather boring and poorly put together game. I actually read that review. And you're I, like, I, I will go that. to IGN and crush him one day. Uh, to, be, to be honest, I think we. All just went. Yeah, well, mm, not yeah, too, I'm, not, I'm not, not gonna. Too I'm not gonna. Dis- I'm not gonna dispute. It all added up, Greg, because we were talking about five, vehicular five, combat. Mediocre, by the way, Lucy was saying she was in New Zealand. She put that game out, right? Is that it? Was she? Yeah. yeah. And they're in New Zealand. It all made, and I knew it. Yeah, I knew it. Yeah. She could have been putting out Shatter too. They could have been putting out Shatter too. Yeah. Why didn't you write that? Huh? <laughs> Where were you on that one, O'Brien? I fucking love I'm that. I'm sorry, game. Lion. Where were you? <laughs> Thank you, Greg. Thank you for is that remembering. What, is, that, is, that, oh. is that where it comes from? O- O'Brien plus L? Lion? I, no, I just think I thought it was cool. Oh, okay. I don't well, think it, it was cool. It was, it, it was childhood cool logic behind it, which you was, have like it a, was cool. You have like the mane of hair. Yeah, that's yeah. it. It's cool now that it rhymes. Greg? Yeah. Number 12. The following games some long ago announced on PlayStation Hardware finally have release dates. Oh, cool. Vessel comes to PS3 on March 11th. Luftrausers comes to PS3 and Vita on March 18th. Finally. I think that game was announced like two years ago for Vita and PS3. SteamWorld Dig comes to PS4 and Vita on March 18th. And Fez comes to PS3, PS4, and Vita on March 25th. Fez is exciting. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, don't get me wrong. The loof trousers, I hear nothing, nothing but good things about yeah. it. A lot of people talking about that. Here's my question. Mm. Still no word on that Minecraft. No. Somebody keeps bringing it up to me and saying it's coming in March. The IGN website says it's coming in March because when they did their debut trailer, it said that they were shooting for March 2014, but that was like over a year ago. Oh, at Gamescom? Yeah. So not over yet. Not over a year ago, ago no. Yeah. Not quite. Not quite that long. It was a long time yeah. ago. I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. You're excited for the Vita version. Yeah, the Vita. I'll, I'll actually give it a go on the Vita. Okay. Lucy. Yes. Blood Drive was a cool game. <laughs> but it came out forever ago. If it I did. wanted to know what was coming out this week, where would I go? It, it, what? <laughs> I That's, said you have to fail on that one. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. The Andrew, Andrew Goldfarb Gold. Memorial list of upcoming PlayStation software on all three platforms by the IGN editors. <laughs> That's I'm, I'm I, you know what? I, I don't even work in this office, and I, I feel the lack of him 
I feel yeah. <laughs> it. I feel the holies lift behind. Where's the where are the smiles and the Bioshock merch? <laughs> <laughs> On PlayStation 4, Awesome Knots Assemble comes to PS4 digitally. Okay. Dead Nation comes to PlayStation 4 digitally. You're excited. It's all that matters. PS3. Master Reboot comes to PlayStation 3 digitally. NASCAR 14 digitally. South Park, The Stick of Truth at retail and digitally. The Walking Dead Season 2, Episode 2. Awesome. Digitally. Can't wait. Man, Vita. So Hatsune Miku, Project Diva F. Digitally. <laughs> also can't wait. That's a huge That's a huge series in Japan. I believe you. It's a rhythm game. Is I don't really give a flying Yeah, I was going to say. Uh, and on PS2, Girl Answer, Heritage of War, that old OG JRPG. Girl Answer. That's it. All right. Let's no check out listeners. Jewelry. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, be part of the show beyond at IGN.com, just like Royce Butler did. Oh, Royce, Royce says... I haven't heard from him in a while. I know, right? Uh, he says beyond. Beyond. Hey, guys. Rolls Royce 5 here with a question. With the recent trend of all the last year's best games, DMC, Bioshock Infinite, and Tomb Raider coming to PlayStation Plus as free games, do you think The Last of Us will come as a free title come June? I sure hope so, as I just traded it in, in anticipation of this happening. <laughs> Jeez, Royce, pulling the trigger a bit early on that one. No, I don't think so. I don't either. What do you think? I don't know. The problem is, like, that's so. still a system seller. That's still yeah. a big deal, you know what I mean? Like, and also, they're showing off PlayStation now with it. So if there's a future involved with it, you imagine it's going to be related to PlayStation now, so why would you be giving away this game? Yeah, yeah, it doesn't make sense. It's too sense. big. Yeah. Why did you write 24 on that? That is the time code. So that if we wanted to break out a video about this question. Oh. See how, there's a method to Greg Miller's madness. We're only 24 seven. minutes in? Yeah, it was a short rope report. Jeez Louise. We didn't, have, we, didn't, we, didn't, we didn't do our normal thing where we bullshit a bunch in the beginning. No, 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 no. no. So no, we there's no there's no what I mean. What do you think? I guess it's interesting. I we always talk about PlayStation Plus. I talk to these people at PlayStation about PlayStation Plus. They never have any strong answers. They don't want to tell you anything. Yeah. Uh, DMC, I get right. DMC came out and was done. Bioshock came out and it seemed like still going with DLC. I guess that's the hook. Get the game into yes. people's hands. Get them to play DLC. I'm sure. And then Tomb Raider, I thought was an interesting pick too. Tomb Raider was interesting just because they re-released it on PS4. So I guess there's nothing to lose on PS3 at that point. The game yeah, already that's, sold that's, that's a very good point. The game already sold well. Sure. Bioshock did as well. DMC didn't. Sure. Yeah, DMC didn't sell well. But I would think that, I guess you put it on in PS3 for free. Like, I would think you're, knee, you're kneecapping yourself on the Tomb Raider front, right? Yeah. Like, I've, I, I've upgraded. I, you know, I own both. And now I'm like, oh, maybe I'll buy a Definitive Edition. Oh, no. It's, you know, there's no upgrade program. Get it for free. Pay 20 bucks or anything. Mm. I've asked many times, many people at Sony, to explain anything about PlayStation Plus, and they just won't. They just stare at you. How it works, where the money comes from, what the lump sum payments are like. No they answers. Just, they just say top men are working on it? Yeah. They're just like, like it's none of your fucking business. I'll get the hell out of here. I really like just the, this idea that they put on blindfolds and spin around and then just point at a game. That's going to PlayStation Plus. That's it's, sort of it's how it seems to work to me. It's unbelievable. I don't understand how they make money on it. How It is profitable, and like, I got to understand how that is, and how... Bad it makes Xbox Live Gold Games, whatever the fuck it's called. Look, like the, I think the, it's just Xbox got Live Gold. <laughs> gold no, the, game. Oh, you mean the games that are for free? Yes. Yeah, they have a problem with being that. Being smartass, but I it, was, was. it was called something else. Well, you, st- you did your whole stutter step to get to the title. Yeah, I didn't yeah, know what yeah, was yeah, happening. Yeah. You're processing the words different. It's just so, there's such a huge, vast landscape of just like this huge void on Xbox. Like, where it's just like, where are the games that, like, it's like Civ Rev is free right now. Mm-hmm. The game came out in 2009, right? So it's like, I don't know. It's just weird that they haven't upped their game a little bit. Yeah. No Xbox One games either. You know, it's all yeah. Xbox 360. Games. Well, especially because PlayStation Plus, you know, I think when PlayStation Plus was first announced as a service, people rolled their eyes, but it's gradually become, uh, you know, a really fantastic service that that you get more bang, you know, more than the bang for your buck that you, you'd expect. Yeah. 
I mean, how much is it over here per... Per it's a 50 bucks a year yeah okay 50 yeah. bucks a year which is nothing compared to what you get I piss 50 bucks a year yeah Greg Miller wipes his ass bu- with 50 dollars <laughs> I spend 50 bucks in, in an hour on a Saturday night well yeah Australia is really expensive Australia is what's really that all expensive. about why is that happening yeah well, I've had this chat with a few people today oh sorry um, no 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 not at all it's I you know to be completely honest I'm not quite sure uh, what that's about it seems like a really old fashioned thing that hasn't been I mean, Australia, Australia's got a very bad reputation, I think, um, outside of Australia when it comes to the government's attitude towards, towards video games. Uh, mm. Games are really expensive. It's even worse in New Zealand. Um, and, of course, you know, previous to the, the, the end of last year, I think it was, we had no R18 classification, which we do now, um, oh, which a lot of people don't realise. And a lot of people think, oh, God, everything's going to get banned in Australia. You know, like, there's no way they'll allow anything that has, you know, that's not PG, basically. Right. But that, that has changed. We've still got a couple of odd little quirks. Like, for example, South Park, Sick of Truth, we're getting a modified version because I think of, it was the anal probes again. Yeah. yeah. I walked in on that part of the game when Greg was playing in the living it's room a couple so, weeks ago. It's like, just I mean, we're not spoiling a thing because it's a new story around Jane. I won't talk about the story context of it like it matters, but it's just so over the top that it's just so <laughs> ridiculous to watch. Yeah, it was. I like the screen. Did you guys see the screen that they put in the European version? Yeah. It's just like a, like an old Roman statue with his hand yeah. on his head and the European flag or the the European Union flag in the yeah. background. So. And they just text that. This yeah. is what's happening in this scene that you're not allowed to see. It's yeah. So good. yeah, anyway, you know, but but we, we have got a lot better, I think, is is something that, uh, you know, I want to stress to to non-Australians. You know, we do actually get most games. <laughs> we we, <laughs> well, pretty, like we De- pretty much get all of them. Dead Island was a big one back in the day. Like yeah, the original Lef- Dead Lef- Island. Dead 2 yeah. was, was, was a real blow to a lot of people. We got a totally modified version. I, actually, I didn't because I was living in New Zealand back nice there. Nice yeah. yeah. But um, but no, yeah, it, that that was a real, real blow, and a lot of people got really cynical about the state of Australian, you know, governments. So attitude. why does anybody stay over there? You don't get well, good, you don't get the games. Well, you know, it's a million what degrees, the, what snakes. The, the, the alligators walking across the street and the yeah. poisonous spiders. Mm. No, I tell you what, a lot of people stay there because it's really beautiful and sunny. And mm-hmm. you know, lovely. If you like that kind of thing. If you if yeah. you're into if that. you're into that. If, if you like going outside. Sort of Colin and I are just like trying to close the blinds tighter <laughs> and play games all day. I'm so fascinated by Australia because there's just this vast wilderness, this this the outback. This this frontier in the yeah. middle. Like that's nothing. Like it's like Perth's on the other side, right? And then it's like just nothing. And then like Sydney and all the and like uh, like I, it's so unbelievable. It's unbelievable that no one no one lives in this in this space. You know we have we have openness in the United States, but there are people in the middle of the country. You know yeah. I don't feel like there's anything going on. What is the statistic? I don't even <laughs> know like going on. Well, no, it's like like isn't it like eighty percent of the people in Australia live like uh, what is it like a f- ten miles from the water or something? Some stat like that, or maybe it's fifty miles from the water. I, I was just reading about it. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. It, it is it is it is really bizarre. And I mean that's why they make horror movies like Wolf Creek, for example, like just. Because the outback is the great unknown, and it's kind of terrifying, and you just imagine that all sorts of like terrifying serial killers live there. Well, I've met and their little the huts just waiting for vulnerable city folk like <laughs> us to cross their paths. <laughs> you picked the wrong road to go down, <laughs> Colin. Yes. Last week we had a special segment, liar, mm. where someone called you a liar and mm. Nate Fox a liar at the same time. Mm. We eventually cooler heads prevailed. Mm. Nobody was a liar. Right. There was just a bit of confusion. Right. However, the Prince of Darkness writes in with another liar segment. Oh, Jesus. He says, Beyond. Beyond. My name is Eddie. I've been watching the endings for Infamous and Infamous 2, and I think Nate Fox lied to us. <laughs> Let me explain. 
In the infamous one, in infamous one, after you defeat the last boss, he shows you his past, and you hear him talk about the first son. It goes on to explain his story and who he is. Now, in part two, you just get two different endings, in which Nate Fox said the good ending is canon. That, my friends, has to be a lie because the good ending, no conduits survive. That's not true. Not true at all. That's the big thing. This is something that confused me too, Prince of Darkness. <laughs> Thank you for gracing us with your prevalence. Uh, when uh, we saw, the, uh, when we got the second son, and we were like, well, which ending's real? And they're like, oh, the good ending's real. And it was like, I remember so distinctly Zeke talking about conduits around the world dying. But when you go back and watch the video, Zeke actually says some conduits around, on the other side of the earth were dying. Everyone inside Empire City who was a conduit dropped dead for sure. Then some around the world mm. got hit by the waves too. Mm. But some, I guess, were too strong for that. Mm. Maybe Infamous Second Son will touch on this. Maybe. Do you like Infamous? Yeah, I do. I've, I played both of them um, mm. to death, actually. I've, I, like, the way that I describe Infamous, it, it's one of those games that feels really good to play. Yes, like, it's, right? It, I, it's so appealing for that reason. You, you're never bored because just, just running around the city feels good. And that's why, yeah, I'm really excited for Second Son. Me too. We get it soon. And they reiterated to me because I was talking to them when I was at Sucker Punch. I'm like, I am not convinced that Cole's not in this game. And they were like, we've been pretty clear that Cole is not in this game. And and so I was thinking, Spoilers. so I was thinking, you know who will be in the game? Zeke. Yes, yeah. Zeke has got to be back. Yeah. But here's the thing: is like, it's got to be a cameo. Yeah, we've talked about so. th- we've talked about this at length, you and I, at home in our in our heart shaped bed, is the fact that they they've lied to us yes once. And then they've, they have to continue to lie. This is the same thing we were talking about. IGN put up an article not too long ago, like the biggest flip-flops or something in gaming, right? And, they, and Jaffe got called out in it for saying he, wouldn't, he wasn't working on Twisted Metal, he wouldn't be at E3. And then he came to E3 and showed Twisted Metal. And a goddamn ice cream truck he's yeah, coming out of. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so then when that article went up, somebody tweeted at him and Justin, who wrote the article, and then they all started going back and forth. Not Jeez. in a bad way, yeah. but in a way of like, Jaffe's like, yeah, I lied, and I'd lie again, and I'll have to lie. You know what I mean? Like, he, people want to surprise you. They don't want to... It's not like... They're under oath <laughs> when we ask them questions. Like they have, they're, they're selling you a product and a that's story, true. and they that's don't true. want to be like, nope, well, can't answer that. I also think it's got to the point now where uh, people are so rabid for information, they will find information. You know, it's, yeah. it's, and people have to lie. I think it's got to the point where people actually have to lie now because, uh, you know, otherwise there's going to be no mystery. To, I, the, to, I mean, to anything. When we finished Infamous One, when we, I mean, when I finished Infamous One, I immediately had the theory of what was going to happen in Infamous Two with the Beast and John and everything, and it turned out to be right. And I remember I bounced that off Sucker Punch guys, like you know, at the first preview event, and they're like, hmm, "Interesting theory." You know, I mean, they can't be like, "Yep, you've nailed the game. Sorry, <laughs> no reason to play it now." Oh, be had fun. Oh, I can't wait to play it though. Prince of Darkness goes on a bit here, and he's just rambling more and more about Kessler, though. It's pure speculation, but if Kessler is the second son, then that explains the name. And maybe, just maybe, not only did he go through time, but he went forward in time to an alternate reality, thus explaining Seattle and some place to resemble a real city. I kind of understand what he's going for. Because a lot of people had talked about, too, even though we had done a Rewind Theater, where we called out, like, this shadow kind of looks like Kessler. We kind of moved on. Mm. Other people now are just getting hung up on that. I don't think this involves Kessler. I don't either. I, I and the reason that so I asked him about Seattle because I thought it was really interesting about you know obviously they're they're in Bellevue it's a suburb of Seattle and it makes sense that they would make a game that was like you know in Seattle but you know Empire City was New York City but it was still Empire City New Marais obviously yeah New Swamp is uh, New Orleans but they went real this time and what they were saying was that like they had no real landmarks like at least this was at least part of what they were saying it was like there's no landmarks in the game like new orleans has like the french quarter and all this stuff but nothing that like differentiates it from maybe another southern sure. city 
But like when they put the, I think the 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 space needle in there, they're like, well, what the fuck could it possibly be? And yeah. like, do we make like an alternate space needle now, or do we just like embrace the fact that this is Seattle? Um, what well, you know? What, so, and they so were they, sa- they told me that they were calling it Seaport. Oh really? For a while. Right. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. yeah, I mean, one of the things they talked about when they showed us the game when I went up there for PAX, and they were talking about you know using a real city, that the technology is finally there that they feel like they can accurately represent Seattle. Granted, in a microcosm where it's not street for street, but your districts are there and they are so varied, and you know Space Needle's there and there are the pink car wash and stuff. I have a question for you guys, and like, forgive me if it's really obvious, but has there ever been a game set in Seattle before? Hmm. I don't. Want I don't s- think so. I mean, there must be. Yeah, something. Tony Hawk was there anything like that? They were oh yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe a map yeah, of yeah. Tony Hawk. But I, I don't know. I mean, nothing that comes to mind. Yeah, I just think. I, I mean, I think. I'm oh, Sleepless in Seattle. <laughs> that's, oh, that's what you were thinking. The <laughs> RPG we all remember. Uh, I just think. I guess you know, when I played it, it was so uh, refreshing to play in a city that I'd never played in right. before. Yeah, it's you know not what New I mean? York, like, right? It, it's not it Manhattan. Wasn't, it wasn't New York, or wasn't some other version of New York. It was. It was. It felt new, and it felt really real. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, again, that's massively exciting to me. Okay, we're going off book now. Something else you talked about before we started. You're yeah. now playing through all the Metal Gears. I am. That's right. Because you're reviewing Metal Gear Five. Yes. Ground yes. Zeroes. Yes. Ground Zeroes. S- really, How excited really are you? Are you? Man. You must be a Metal Gear fan. We've never spoken. I am. At a, I am a very big Metal Gear fan. I like you a lot. Yeah, I oh like you too, Greg. Okay, good, good, good. <laughs> uh, so how are they stacking up? I, you're going. I mean, we. I've played the HD stuff, obviously, but like even that, I'm popping into review, make sure it checks out, and getting out. How are they? How are they holding up years and years later? Uh, well, I've I I didn't play I didn't replay one because I played one so many times right. that I know it like Shadow the back Moses. of my hand. Got it. Don't like, worry it's, about it's, it. It's 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 in my brain. Right. It's infused there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I've I've replayed two, three, uh, touched a little bit of four because I played it more recently. Um. And Peace Walker. Yeah. Peace Walker. Yeah. So. Again, like they 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 still stack up to me because they're just so unique, and I think that's the thing with the Metal Gear series. Like, even if the gameplay is a little bit wonky, even if number two perhaps falls down in certain areas, uh, they're just so utterly weird. And I'd almost forgotten. <laughs> I'd almost forgotten how freaking weird these games are, and how weird Kojima's mind is. Oh yeah. And for that reason, they're just still endlessly fascinating to me. Yeah. Um, there are still, and again, there's still little surprises that I pick up on that maybe I didn't pick up on the first time around. And I'm playing them all on the Vita as well, which is oh, like nice. a really good platform for them. Yeah. Yeah. I was enjoying um, three for a while on the train. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, absolutely wonderful games. Again, three, three is probably my favorite. I, I think I, I still get choked up at the end. Not to spoil anything. Oh, um, please it, spoil it. It came out 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Van full of nuns spiraling off the road. Um, and again, it's, it's great to play Peace Walk again. Yeah, you know, it's, it's one of your favorite games, right? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's, it's such a brilliant game. And I, I still think a lot of people missed it because maybe they didn't have PSP or yeah. whatever. Didn't realize uh, quite how deep that game went. I don't, yeah, I don't think people expected it to tie into the universe so... Like it's a critical portion of what's happening right now with Five. You know what I mean? I yeah, think well, exactly. Everything I mean, I've heard about Five for Ground Zeroes, at least from people, like it seems like you're in, even the trailers when they're like, they're showing characters from Peace Walker that I'm gonna be like, oh my god, I can't believe they did that. Yeah, that seems like people are gonna be lost. That's what I've heard too. I, I I imagine maybe they might be lost, but I also really enjoy the unapologeticness of that. Right. Like, yeah, you've played Peace Walker because it's as important in the canon as the rest of them. Yeah. You know, so I, I quite like that. And um, I, I, you know, I, I honestly hope it just makes more people play Peace Walker in, in preparation. 100% agree. So, yeah. Are you concerned with Ground Zero's length? I'm actually not concerned with Ground Zero's length. Uh, you know, I, I do appreciate that some people might be a bit um, 
might not want to pay the price. Uh, but I, from what, again, this is pure speculation at this point. This is just from what I've heard. Right. You know, there's so much extra content. And, it, and if it's like Peace Walker, it's not really extra content. It's not like optional mis- missions per se, because yeah. these are missions you'll want to play because they're lots of fun. Yeah. Like all the extra missions in Peace Walker, I wanted to play. You know, yeah, it, no, I, I, I totally never sort of it. felt like, oh, I could maybe do this like that. Know, that was the thing. This like, tacked on mode or whatever. It was, a, you know, they were integral parts of the game. Yeah, when people started freaking out about it, like I'd already seen enough to be. And like when I did like rewinds, I'm like, oh, they're using the same CQC hand, you know, hit yeah. R. Like I was like, this is, if it's gonna be like Peace Walker, then it's going to be. There's the mission campaign, sure, but then you go and you unlock all those extra ops that you want to go get to get all the VIPs to airlift them out to build up your base to do the. Absolutely, and I think also, you know, if. Um, because, again, Kojima said that, that, that your progress carries over and, and maybe things you've collected carry over or whatever. You know, if Phantom Pain is as big as we've heard, which is really, really goddamn big. Yeah. You know, you, I, I think that um, that I like the idea of a little pro, uh, you know, prologue where you can carry stuff on over. Sure. Like, I think it's cool. And so I'm not, I'm not, um, I'm certainly not going into the review thinking, oh, Two hours. Two strikes against it yeah, already. Yeah, exactly. No, it's it's. I I certainly don't think it's going to be a two-hour experience. So. Okay. How? When you were playing MGS two, oh, which is my favorite Metal Gear Solid. Right. Okay, game. that's interesting. How excited were you when you saw Fat Man? Because he's the best. Fat Man is the best. He really Fat is. Fat Man is one of the weirdest boss battles. Don't encourage him. I, 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 to this day, I think it's one of the weirdest boss battles I've ever played. And, oh, yeah. um, he's drinking out of the little straw with you know. He's get, a character we just <laughs> so good. We need more Fat Man in our lives. I, I, yeah, I wish he, I wish he would, he would somehow make an, an appearance again. See, that's what I'm most excited about with, with the maybe Phantom he'll be Pain. Fat Boy now. Fat Boy. Well, yeah. Little Boy would be the the other bomb, right? Fat Man and Little Boy were the two bombs. Well, yeah, but I'm saying he's he, like Fat Man is Fat Boy. Like he, I'm just saying, wouldn't it make prequel? more sense, Greg, if they named it after the other bomb because he's named Fat Man because of the bomb? So he, then he would be named Little Boy, which is the the accompanying bomb that they dropped. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. But I, I'm like, I, yeah, fat boy, <laughs> fat boy. Anyway, what 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 I'm excited. How, how come I've never? Why have I never cosplayed as Fat Man? That seems like a great. That seems like a perfect one for me. I can't answer that question for you. You should figure that out for me. Uh, but I'm most excited about with Phantom Pain is seeing the enemies, like the the bad guys, because that that's always the like the real bad guys, because that's what I'm always excited about in those games. I still think Metal Gear Solid One's cast is probably the best, but. And the most diverse fan, you know, Psychomantis and all those. Psychomantis, Vulcan Raven, Decoy Octopus, Decoy Octopus, your fave, your fave, my favorite. You never, you see him once, but he's not himself. He's Mm -hmm. he's the DARPA chief. DARPA chief. Um, And then in in MGS3, what was it? It was all like the pain and like all those guys, right? Yeah, Uh, the the Cobra, Sorrow, Cobra guys. Yeah, the Sorrow and all that kind of stuff. Um, So MGS4 was whatever, and then Peace uh, Walker was robots. Yeah, so I, but, but, what, but, but I, the peaceful, but even the robots were really weird. Yeah, like the how chrysalis, they sing. the pupa, the pupa. Yeah, so creepy, Colin. So it was creepy. awesome. But you're right, and you know that again. It's it's all about the bad guys. It's all about the bad mm. guys. And I agree. And um, yeah, just just going back to Metal Gear Solid, like Psycho Mantis, that boss fight. Remember how you put your controller down mm. and it rumbles, and it's yeah. all his like psychic powers. I showed that to my dad. Who didn't know that the controller rumbled? Yeah, and he thought it was the most like he was like totally gobsmacked. Sorcery. This is, yeah, he was. This is <laughs> Threw a guy. The PlayStation this out is of the a window. guy who knows nothing about video games. Doesn't care about video games. And he was like just totally taken aback. And I still remember feeling really proud yeah, in that yeah, yeah. moment. You know what I mean? That's awesome. Yeah, yeah it's, it's that that bat. We've often talked on this podcast about that battle specifically being 
I see you like what? Castlevania. Yeah, like, I, lo- I loved how I read your memory card. Like that was like there was just so much brilliant shit in that one fight. Enough yeah. brilliance in that fight for most games. Yeah, yeah. You know, and they, they've never won up that that fight yeah. in yeah. any of the games. Well, that's always my, the one thing I always think about with Metal Gear, and not so much. One of the reasons I like Peace Walkers, I felt like it broke, you know, tradition of what a Metal oh, Gear really game felt like. Yeah. Is that I felt like, you know, two, three, four. They were always chasing the ghost of one. You know what I mean? They were always trying to do stuff that was like to top themselves. But it always felt kind of like, oh, you're just copying that. You know what I mean? Like that feels similar to what you've already done. Yeah, you certainly there are the same narrative beats in, right. in, yeah. Yeah, in, in the subsequent games. Except for when Meryl marries the guy who shits his pants. No one can explain that <laughs> oh, one. Yeah, that's right. Andrew writes in to beyond at IGN.com. No, I wish. He says, hello, Greg, Colin, and guest. That's you. Oh, that's me. He's thinking of you. You mentioned in an earlier episode that Delson from Infamous Second Son looked a lot like Troy Baker because of the face scanning. I started thinking about Uncharted 4 and the face scanning in that, and how would that work with Nolan North since he looks nothing like Drake? I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. Andrew. I don't agree that he doesn't look anything like Yeah, he, I think I think Nolan looks a lot like Drake in terms of his face, but I don't think it's, it's not necessarily a one-for-one thing where no. Delson looks a lot like uh, Troy because that's how they took the character but you can put the balls on your face and then just map the movements of your smile and your cheekbones and it doesn't have to look like that person it's just reference for that other character yes yes yes, yes. Yeah. yeah you see that all the time a lot of characters that are mocap don't look anything like the person that they yeah, are look at Lord of the Rings yes yeah yeah, yeah. Certainly, there's no no Smeagol running around. Uh. Welling the streets of Wellington. <laughs> but even for I mean, like the stuff they're talking about with you know Naughty Dog in particular, like you know Joel doesn't look like Troy, and they like are monitoring their faces. Mm-hmm. They're filming their faces. I think they did that for Uncharted too, actually, and that's why Drake does look a bit like Nolan. I don't right. think I don't think it's out of the no. question. I don't think I don't think Nolan North's going to be out of a job anytime soon. No, even though he should be a jerk. <laughs> um, Phil writes in and says. What do publishers gain from scheduling when people are allowed to talk about their game? I understand if they think a game is bad and would want to hide something, but if a game is good, wouldn't they want people talking about it as much as possible? He's talking about embargoes that's here, Colin. That's a very complex question. Yeah, right? Yeah. That's what, that's what Phil does. That's what he brings to the table. Yeah. Uh, I, I think a great example is South Park right now. The fact that that game was delayed, nobody played it forever, we didn't know anything about it, and then we finally got to play an hour of it, we loved it, and now the review goes up, and we love it overall, but it's embargoed till 12.01, day of release. Yeah, it's, it's tough. I, I think we've trained our readers somewhat to be skeptical of day and day embargoes, right? Because there, it seems like there's something to hide. That's not always the case. With with South Park, it's certainly not the case. Yeah. Sometimes uh, it's the case. Yeah, sure, yeah, sure. I would say like even often drive. it's the case. Yeah, like <laughs> that highly anticipated <laughs> Capcom <laughs> game, Blood Drive. Um, but I think that, you know, from what I've been told, you know, I've had a lot of conversations about embargoes with various people from PR, from fellow journalists and whatnot. It's really to create a level playing field for everybody, um, for all the outlets, that they have enough time, they don't feel like they have to rush, that they get time to marinate and, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. get everything up. What, not having embargoes, like, when we're at E3 is, like, actually super fucking stressful, and, like, you have to go now right and do all these things, but maybe uh, it would just be better thought out if you had, like, two days to, yeah. to do it or whatever. So, embargoes, I think, exist to control the message, but also to, you know, make sure there's some... There's some uh, 
you know, evenness across the field. Sure. Mm. I, I think a big part of it is also marketing, though, right? Like, if I, if you, re, if we would have reviewed South Park a week ago, that's great. You see, it's a great game. You go to buy it, and it's not out yet, and so you bail and you don't do it. Whereas now you see a great review for South Park, you go, "Holy crap! I need to get that. It's on Steam. Mm. It's on digital. It's at the store. You don't have to. You can do whatever you want to get it at that moment, right? That's a big part of it is controlling the message in terms of accessibility and owning that day right you figure yeah. they're trying to get it i'm sure trending on twitter and doing all this mm-hmm. other stuff so there's a marketing slant to it for sure as far as getting people it in. is complicated it like is it's, yeah it's a really complicated like lion said like lion said <laughs> i love you guys <laughs> james from london writes in and says hey greg colin and everyone else over at podcast beyond I'll see you again yeah, that's great I'm writing to ask. I've recently bought a PlayStation 4 and I'm a new convert to the PlayStation ecosystem. Congratulations. Nintendo are losing me with their Wii U efforts, but let's not go into that. <laughs> I have subscribed yeah, to not. PlayStation Plus and am amazed by the free games out on the PlayStation 3 and Vita. My question is this. Should I buy a PlayStation 3 to take advantage of these games and play the back catalog of titles or be patient and invest my money in upcoming AAA PlayStation 4 games? I would say buy a PlayStation 3. I That's would what I would too. say. Yeah, I mean... If it's easy. It. Yeah, I mean, it's it's easy to say go buy it, and like that is probably the right answer. But PlayStation Now comes out this summer. Maybe sure. it works. Maybe it doesn't. Probably doesn't. Uh, and you'll be able to play the back catalog of games there as well. Yeah, but, but the question is, how? I mean, how much? How big is it going to be on day one? How how yeah, well is it going to work? You play the games natively anyway. Exactly. Well, you figure what he, I mean. What he's driving at, right, is if he he doesn't say he says he's new. He doesn't know how many months he's been on PlayStation Plus. He is banking all these PS3 games that are just sitting there now. So hopefully he's been redeeming them, even though he doesn't have a PlayStation Three. Attaching to his account. Banking. Remember remember the uh, weakest link? Bank. Yeah, that was it, right? You got to bank it. Do you remember the show The Weakest Link? With the, oh, with the crazy... You are The Weakest Link. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Goodbye. Yeah. And they'd bank and then... Yeah. That was a great show. We got to bring that show back, We do right? not need to bring that back. No, okay. That I was an intensely remember. stressful show. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was because you had to rely on like your teammates to know yeah. the answers. Yeah. Otherwise, there was no reason to bank. Well, this is... Well, what we need to do is have... PlayStation team with them and just be able to use it. That even if you don't have a PlayStation 3, you need to bank it. And that woman comes out. What, like, where is she? I'm going to look this all She's up a millionaire, I'm sure. She doesn't have to worry about anything. Is she a millionaire? No, probably she's not. She's sitting in a Scrooge McDuck pile of riches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I think, you know, residuals, they're paying her out over time. Those, it probably is on Game Show I was going to say, it's got to be in syndication somewhere. Yeah, Game Show Network. Probably. Mm. I honestly reckon, though, if I, you know, despite PlayStation now, if I could afford a PlayStation 3 and I hadn't dipped my toes in, I, I God, there's so much. Right. There's so much to discover. It's still See, coming, too. Because, I mean, think of it this way. All right, so this is it. PlayStation Now will have to pay something for we imagine. We don't know anything about it. For sure. What the subscription model sure. is, blah, 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 blah. With PlayStation 3, if he just buys the PlayStation 3, which is what, like, 200 bucks now? Yeah. yeah. If he buys that and just sits it on his shelf or whatever and then just banks all these PlayStation 3, <laughs> PlayStation uh, Plus titles, he'll have a library, a sizable He's gotta library. He's got to buy that freaking George Foreman grill one, though. That sucks. Uh, uh, the slider top? Yeah. I no, like it all right. No, I mean, I don't no, like it. No. I like the, the original slim. slim. The yeah, slim the is slim, the good one. 2009 slim is the best. Yeah. Um, no, I agree. Just buy I mean, there's so many games. There's so many games. Go to the top 25 PS3 games yeah. that we do yeah. on IGN. Um, just start with the first five. Start with the top five and go down. Yeah. You'd be playing a lot of Uncharted. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of Naughty Dog on uh, that list. But, uh, yeah, and then, you know, I, I, I do concur that he can put these games away. Uh, I would also say let's not underestimate the games that are still coming. Mm-hmm. Tales of Exilia 2 is coming out this year. Persona 5 comes out next year. There's going to still be PS3 games to play. Sure. So I think it's, uh, you know, if you want to play Persona 5, you're going to have to have a PS3. It's interesting. For when we always talk about this, I always talked about PlayStation 4 and PlayStation Plus selling PlayStation Vitas because it would be the same thing, right? Well, I've banked all these PlayStation Vita games. I might as well... Spend however much money. 
Yeah, I, I've been told, you know, I, I've had I've interviewed people at Sony that have told me that uh, there are definitely people that buy Vita that have never bought a game because mm. of PlayStation Plus. Mm. That, like, don't buy games. And the attach rate is still extraordinary on Vita with those numbers taken into account, like over a dozen of Vita. So. Christopher Stewart writes into beyond at IGN.com and says, Trophy hunting question, guys. Season 2 of The Walking Dead is updating the trophy list for each and every episode of the DLC, unlike how they did the first season. There is no platinum listed so far. What? Will we get one eventually? It's a great game either way, but I do love my trophy. I didn't know that. Christopher Stewart, I will burn Telltale to the ground if there isn't a platinum (laughs) trophy on there. But he's right. So far, they put out episode one, and it was just that episode's trophies. Yeah, it doesn't look like it's going to happen this time. No, but I mean, the trophy list updates every time. And it's not, up- yeah, but they, I don't it's think not you, updating with the pluses. But I don't, oh, really? I don't know if you can it's patch not, your platinum in. It's not updating. I think if you're messing with your trophy list that way, imagine it this way. Okay, so stick with me. Maybe it's just a platinum tacked on to episode five. You can't do that. Yeah, you can. You can say episode five is a platinum. You I'm can't do that. You, I'm saying you don't, episode five's trophies aren't meaning anything for episode one, two, three, four. Yeah, but you can't attach a platinum trophy to a, a downloadable game unless they have permission to do that. Well, like, it has to be 200 points. Clearly, this has been negotiated at some point in time. We know too much about the trophies. It's really, really quite sad. There has to be trophies for this. I will, I will be furious if that, we know people. Why don't you just ask? Just ask someone. Well, I was busy. You know, we had to go to this. They had a bunch of conversations. They on. don't probably know the answer. Like, why? Why do you even care? That's probably going to be their their answer. Yeah, was, Whenever I talk to tro- about trophies with devs or publishers, they're like, I don't even know. Especially yeah, no, nobody wants yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You never think. Oh, those. Yeah, well, I personally never think. You know, trophies when it comes to Telltale's games. But something I bothered do. me about the walk. <laughs> about the, well, something bothered me about the Walking Dead season one. To be perfectly honest. Okay. I liked it a lot. It was great. I liked that you got a platinum just for beating it. But that gave a bunch of people that never earned a platinum because they didn't have the fortitude to get a platinum trophy, a, tro- a trophy just for beating the game. You know? Yeah. There was no missable trophies. I like I, that. I, I, s- I love that. Yeah. I love that. And I love that that infuriates you as well. I have like 40 of them. Yeah. And this one is just and this one's just sitting oh, there. Is, you, you play next the game. Next to my Fallout 3 one. You enjoy it. You have some fun. You get the trophy. I don't know. I I don't. Just, I just, Think of it this way. It's a gateway drug to trophy whoredom yeah, like we have. It could be. Trophy hunting, if you uh, just sort of lazily lying back, casually pressing the circle button. Oh, we got a platinum trophy. I'm sitting there playing fucking Leisure Suit Larry, box <laughs> office bust. Yeah, screaming out loud into while playing into, into a, a pillow. pillow, so as not to yeah. wake your girlfriend yeah. sleeping next to you. That's how you did it. And these friggin' guys just come over, get their free platinum trophy. Telltale's wise to it. That's probably why there's no platinum in it. I'm telling you, there's gonna be a platinum. It'll probably be like what happened with uh, Back to the Future, where there was no platinum. And then when they re-released it, right? Then they then they put the platinum in on the disc version, didn't they? Yeah, there was a disc version of the platinum. Was oh, there probably. no platinum on Back to the Future, the episodes? I don't think so. No. Really? They're individual. Hmm. Yep. That's why I stopped playing. Because I'm like, this isn't fun, and I don't need this you know, fucking drama in my life right now with this crap. I need, I need my platinum. <laughs> I need my platinum for it. Won't do it. Back to the Future had some annoying trophies too. Yeah, they you had to get, you had to like get the freaking thing. They were with the impossible. Algae. I don't even understand how anyone could have possibly organically gotten any of them. I well, like no, use the have, trophy guide. Well, there, well, there you go. Well, I mean, that's what you just said you wanted. You can't have it both ways. <laughs> you can't naturally get the platinum and then. All right. All right. We have another trophy question. You ready for it? Yeah. Ben writes in and says, "Dear Greg and Colin and other." I recently switched from 360 to the PlayStation 3 after getting my third Red Ring of Death. I bought a PlayStation 4 and am now a trophy level 8. However, I have an abysmal zero platinums. Is there any word on what types of trophies are going to be in the new Infamous? I'm going to try to make this my first platinum game. I suspect it'll be like the other two. I, I, I mean, we don't know for sure. We know there's no multiplayer. 
So right there, it would be like, yeah, it has I know to. UGC either. That was the big pain in the ass in Infamous 2, was playing the 25 missions. But it wasn't even that bad, right? Well, it was annoying, though. I I'm not sure it's it. annoying. I don't want to do it either. Uh, <laughs> my suspicion is that you'll have to beat it once as a good guy, once as a bad guy, once on hard. So that's two playthroughs. Mm-hmm. And then you have to get all the blast shards and all the collectibles and stuff. Yeah. It's always a fun platinum, though. I, I really did enjoy getting the platinums in Infamous and Infamous 2. Yeah. two one was more fun than two in terms of that, res- in that respect. Okay. Two's a better game. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Mm. I like the story of one better though. I enjoy. I don't get me wrong. I think Infamous Two is a better game as well. Yeah. But I just enjoyed the whole. Tr- even the Trish was a total bitch, and I didn't care much about her. It was. It was an origin story. It had the real coal in it too, not the fake coal. Oh, the fake Eric Cole yeah. that we were already talking about and <laughs> saying how we liked. Thanks for screwing that over our relationships. Uh, we have a hit of the re- week request. Are you ready, Colin? Yes. This one comes from Eric. He says, "Beyond Greg." Misspells my name. That's always a good one. Uh, Colin and blank guest. That's you. Lion. I'm writing in lion. Can you just add like like soup like add lion later? No. Okay. (laughs) Every single time you say Lucy, just replace it with lion. Anyway, continue. I'm Eric from Riverside, home of the one and only Nick Scarpino. He used to shadowbox there. Yeah. With Dead Nation coming to PlayStation Plus, PlayStation Four this week, I am looking to platinum it, so I need some help from the Beyond Nation. You sure will. Can I be hit of the week? My PSN is maggot6669. That's maggot, M-A-G-G-O-T-T, 6669. That has two Gs and two Ts. Two Gs. I was 13, and I am learning to live with my mistake, Greg. Shuhei, just let us <laughs> no, change our names. he's doing right He's living with his mistake. No, this is if ridiculous. If you're listening just... or watching this, ladies and gentlemen... This Think about out. your freaking footprint on the internet. It's getting out of hand. I love that he admits to it. I love that he that he. Well, people always write it. in. They're like, "Oh, when can we change him?" And I'm like, "That's that's your bed. Yeah. You made it. You get it's, the lion." It's like in a bad tattoo. Yeah, it's like exactly. one. That, it's like a tattoo that you regret, but it's there. Mm-hmm. It. Now you learn something. Yeah. yeah. He also has some public service advice here. Guacamelee is only seven dollars and thirty-four cents for PlayStation Plus members, and as you know, it is a great game with a very doable platinum. So I highly recommend it, even. For the ten dollars and forty nine cents without PlayStation Plus. Yes, it is the best Vita game. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Go ahead and friend Maggot M A G G O T T six 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 nine. Help him out, with Dead Nation. That That's makes me think that Maggot, whatever it was, six 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 was taken. Yeah, he's which like, Damn blows it. my mind. <laughs> oh, and so he adds. So it's sixty. Maggot. Well, probably first he put Maggot with one T. Yeah. Six six six. That was taken. Yeah. He did Maggot with two T's. Six six six. That was taken. Then he had to put the nine at the end of it. Man. So there was three of them. That's how many fucking people are on PlayStation Network <laughs> with these terrible names. Shuhei, let us out of this jail cell you put us in. <laughs> since you did two, this to us. Since 2006. Oh, my gosh. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Podcast Beyond, episode 332. Thank you so much for listening to it. Remember, if you want to be part of the show, beyond at IGN.com, just like a whole bunch of people did. Then remember that the podcast is fun, but what keeps the mics on is ign.com go there read the articles watch the videos sign up for prime download the playstation 4 app watch us there and have a good time colin Mm. if people want to go be a part of the show long after it's been posted they can follow us on twitter ign is ign you're no taxation lucy is i'm luce o'brien l-u-c-e o'brien okay when are you gonna change it to a lion uh probably lion o'brien this room it's gonna happen all right ladies and gentlemen Every episode of Podcast Beyond ends in a song in a segment we call Ryan's Wrap-Up. Today, it comes from Danny and Tori. You know these. I do. They, they, the World they, is Saved. They wrote The World is Saved. They did uh, uh, Go Slash Beyond. Mm-hmm. The songs that closed out, of course, Podcast Beyond 300 and 200. Big big times. They have a new song. They want to talk about it. They say, hey, guys, 
Hello. And considering myself a beyond artist, it always makes me feel like some kind of big deal for you guys to have my official premieres, smiley emoticon. Admittedly, this is more of a Nintendo song, but it would mean a lot if you would be the ones to let the world know that it's theirs to enjoy. This is a Zelda parody of When I'm Gone in the music stylings of Anna Kendrick cross a link to the past you guys rock been trying to catch up on beyond wherever i have time anymore but it just brightens my day right up. what the fuck am i trying to say i don't know it brightens that. my day right up every time greg is what is what it says on the piece of paper right i don't, now, I don't like that that's not good sentence structure no, no 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 it really is he's <laughs> a musician also quick story this year's held a handful of cross-country road trips for Tori and me, and it's beyond that effortlessly keeps me awake and alert through all my night driving. Indeed, Podcast Beyond could very well be the reason I'm still alive today. Obviously, I'll we take appreciate it. that. I uh, hope you like this week's song, and we're plugging it nicely for you. Uh, he said various links below. Uh, it's on iTunes. It's on SoundCloud. It's on Bandcamp. You want to find Danny and Tori. That's how you find them. Two-player co-op is what they call all their stuff. And this is When I'm Gone, the Zelda parody. Beyond. 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 I got a chicken for the long way down Two bottles of potion just in case And I got a few of these sweet melodies On the little ocarina that I play With a song, with a song I'm gonna fix it with a song I'm gonna play you a lullaby Once I swap the day for night, oh I'm gonna fix it with a song With a song with a song I'm gonna fix it with a song I'm gonna bring some rain to shine I'm gonna send myself through time Oh, I'm gonna fix it with a song heard the name Mary, Queen of Scots, and maybe you know the importance of her legacy to the British monarchy, but how much do you know about her life and what she was really like? For instance, did you know that she preferred to have her eggs scrambled, or that giving gifts was her love language? In my podcast, Vulgar History, we'll be talking about all that and more during an eight-part miniseries about the fascinating life of Mary, Queen of Scots. Vulgar History is a feminist women's history comedy podcast where we don't shy away from the messy, complicated lives of women from the olden times. Particularly with women in history, it's easier to use broad strokes to portray who they were. And it's like we forget they probably also had messy lives, complicated relationships, and maybe things weren't as black and white as they might seem in a textbook. But 
I'm dedicated to sharing the sides of the stories we don't always hear, and each episode is supported by rigorous historical research. Turns out there's really something about Mary Queen of Scots. So be sure to turn into my series about Mary Queen of Scots and check out the other incredible women I've talked about while you're there. You can listen and subscribe to Vulgar History wherever you get your podcasts and learn more at vulgarhistory.com.